forever. Dog. Hey, bitch. What is your whole deal? Hey, bitch. Just tell us how you feel. You wished for a sign from above. Well, here's a podcast about boy sex, fucking, dating, and love. Seek treatment. If you're boring as fuck, seek treatment. If you're unlucky in love, seek treatment. If you just can't take a hint, we'll seek treatment. With Kat and Pat. And my one point is Hey is for horses <laughs> And I have a new joke I'm workshopping in which I Gesture to my tits when they're out and I go What? So I ain't enough for ya? Wait, no one's laughing. You want three? Yeah, I, go, I go, what? So ain't enough of you? You want three? You want me to pop out of my fucking mouth? <laughs> so ain't enough of you? And then I bounce my little tooties around. <laughs> so so I, I go, my new catchphrase is What? So ain't enough of you? I have make, actually a make huge question. Is it fun or annoying to have boobs? Both. Uh, fun. Oh, cool. Um, it can be annoying. It's annoying when I want to wear. I wish I could go braless, but I can't. Yeah. Men are too big. Do you believe in free the nipple? <laughs> <laughs> Will you raise your kids that way? Will you raise your kids in, in the free, free the nipple lifestyle? <laughs> Do you believe in it, honey? It's real. Uh, yes, I believe in free the nipple. My kids will free their nips. I um, um I can't decide if I'm like hungover, a little drunk, or just like brain dead. Well, or suffering from a degenerative disease. Well, we have to say that this is a podcast about boys, sex, fucking, dating, and love. Oh, I we, literally I inter- forgot. Almost, for a second, I forgot about that. I interrupted Dude, to say that. Stupid <laughs> because I, I feel manic. Actually, I'm kind of worried. Yeah, manic pixie dream. Gender's gone Finally, Okay, wait. Literally, Netflix presents Manic Pixie Dream Boys starring Pat Regan, featuring a BFF, BFF, Catherine Coy. <laughs> um, so uh, we went to a party last night. Was true, we went to an event. We went to an event. We were not. It's so sad. My friend was like, "What show are you guys in?" I was like, "Literally, we're not in the show." And then he goes, "Then why are you in the promo?" And I go, "Literally, that's a photo booth, honey." So what, what happened was that we uh, got an email and we went to a photo booth. <laughs> we went to an electronic mail. We went to a photo booth. Uh, the likes spoke for themselves, sweetheart. But it was it was everyone being like, because we went to the politician premiere. It was everyone being like, there was like Netflix logo at the bottom. Everyone's like, okay, gotta revive my Netflix account. Not yet, honey. No, we support the show. We support the show. Our dear friend Ben Platt. Our dear friend who needs to come on the pod. Um, so many funny things happened last night. The, should we start? Let's start with the highlight. <laughs> okay, so the highlight is so so basically we were walking on the event and um we uh, and we're like we can't believe that we're not we're, being mobbed by fans. Yeah, yeah, we, <laughs> and uh and finally towards the end of the night, one girl comes up to us. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm at the bar. Yeah, oh, God, ordering the... my 19th martini, actually, with Kettle One, actually. Because my mentor <laughs> drinks Kettle One, actually. So I'm not a great girl's girl. Great ghost is too expected. I'm Kettle One. And I'm at the you bar. You're at an open bar. What? Even at an open bar. Yeah, even at an open because bar. Because you don't want to get a taste for the good stuff. The kettle is nice. It's, I have no idea. Okay. I have no clue. Okay, well, I'm letting you know. Why do my hands feel weird? I think I have a degenerative disease. Maybe. I don't want you know. I don't want to say that because then people are going to comment like, "What?" People are going to DM me on Instagram being like, yeah. "What are your symptoms?" You probably do have one. I know the, a botanist is going to DM you. A botanist is going to DM you. You don't have hands. <laughs> I'm seeing so, the botanist actually reached out and apologized, and I actually celebrate her and her all the work she does with the plant community. Totally, whatever. I'm at the bar last night, the politician premiere, which I was invited to via email. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, girl. She goes, oh 
my God, are you Kat Cohen? And I was uh, like, it's happening. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, I'm so trained. I'm like, and then I, my fa- I do my favorite thing, which is I go, and guess what? Pat's here too. <laughs> I know, I know, people, I then people really lose their I know, shit. I know, I know, I know. We go, Pat's here too. And then we go over. I'm like, so I'm like, where do you work? I assume she worked for Netflix. I assume she was some sort of big time exec who was a big fan of our work. And then she slowly reveals what we're talking. <laughs> Well, she had seen me at a show before. She had seen me at a show before, and she actually was a previous crush of the week with these two girls she was with. <laughs> and we love her. We, this is like a celebratory no, 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 her. My fucking hero. She she's goes, literally gold. She literally is like, yeah, I actually was just having dinner with my family in the restaurant next door, and I kind of walked in. Yeah, and so regarding to her, she's like, as she's saying that, two kind of butch security detail female goddesses, female security goddesses walk over and kind of apprehend her even. <laughs> and her gets absolutely escorted out of the event. <laughs> and we're like, bye, thanks for listening. She's <laughs> taken away in absolute cuffs. Oh my god, our one fan of the event was <laughs> taken away by security. <laughs> but we love her. She I is cool. like, who is this hot shot exec at the event? Um, it was actually just a fan who had crashed the event. Um, wait, you know what? A Someone gorgeous keeps, woman named what's her name? Someone keeps texting me. Sophia. Sophie. Oh, oh, oh my god, I'm yeah. genius. Or it might be so Sophia. Maybe Sophia. But I it was one of those things where I kept sec- asking her name. Security got us. Security. Yeah, security got her. Unfortunately, they were gorgeous security women. Beautiful glamazons. <laughs> <laughs> glamazons were the name of the um, cheerleaders in the show Popular and the WB. <laughs> Don't tell me things like that. <laughs> Not today. Um, that's where um who oh got to start. Who got I'm having an experience there? where I'm finding out actually that my lover doesn't like when I tell him to murder me and ruin my life. Really? Yeah. I, I hate when men don't like being objectified. It's like that's what you're there for. Totally. Ugh. Except for me. I've had a I've had a long history of men telling me that um they want me to stop saying that they're hot and tell me other tell them other things. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I have friends for that. I um I wait and I <laughs> Is that rude? No. Whatever. I um, it's a total subversion of the no typical gender dynamic. No one who fucks me should be dynamic. allowed to listen to this. I um, wait. Should I have one of those pocketbooks? Anyone who has the gall to fuck me shouldn't be allowed to listen to. Should this. I have one of those kinds of pocketbooks? <laughs> Going in a pocketbook is like so you. I know. This it's so Long time. Island. So yeah, it's so my mom. I grab my lipstick. It's so my pocketbook. Yeah, <laughs> it's so my mom. I mean, I just call so my mom my pocketbook. So what Pat is suggesting is, I, I brought my Susan Alexandra bag. To the recording today, and Pat is saying, "Should he have one?" And I think what well, he means we were is with that other gay who had yeah, one. Yeah, we were with Adam. And he definitely had one. was like, he definitely was being like, "Me and you have the bags." <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, think, I, I think he was being that way because we met at the bag event. Yeah, but he did perform a hate crime on my boyfriend <laughs> by uh, by starting a conversation with him by saying, "What's your favorite book?" Which is truly emotional terrorism <laughs> to ask him at a kind of drinking event, a, a sip and twirl uh, kind sip of. And twirl. Oh my god! You what your favorite book is? It's like I hope you have a PhD to be here. One time, uh, I was telling someone that I was an English major at Princeton, and they asked me what my favorite book was, and I like panicked and said um, Middlemarch by George Eliot, which I oh, did. I, I did read that. I did read, but then they asked me what it was about. I was like, I I couldn't tell you. No, even that's about like that's literally about like farms. It's about a town doctor. Yeah, I don't. That, think, it's really hard to I know. I read like the whole fucking book. It's like eight hundred pages. I it's don't know. Literally at one all of the thickest about. book of all time. Wait, what is the whole it's book Harry about? Harry Potter status. <laughs> um, I it's the book is about as... it's like pastoral vibes. It's like it's like a, it's like a it's horror. Like priests that also definitely fuck. There's a doctor. Vibes. There's a ho- okay. Wait, there's a doctor. There's let's let's these are the characters of middle part. Uh, there's a doctor. There's a doctor. There's a whore. There's definitely a priest named like Pussy Pissy or something. Yeah, yeah. There's like there's definitely like um not a priest but like um like a uh, pastor. Can I sidebar? When yeah. I say when I sex, I always accidentally type pissy 
instead of pussy and then i laugh alone oh fun Sidebar. i don't sex a lot i don't need it in my life yeah you're always with your boy a lot no <laughs> <laughs> um okay so there's a definitely like a like though that vibe that that vibe of Paramedic literature make it old. is all about like having a doctor having a priest who like also fucks like and gets married and no one cares yeah, yeah. and then there's also like always a daughter a and a mom and the do- and the mom always and there's always a cow there's the always mom, a dowry the mom is always like you should marry the doctor but even like someone like the pastor even could be fine i mean yeah. she always wants someone who's like literally wretched like horror. wretched horror um there's a quill there's a quill they go on the longest walks you've ever heard. I of know. In your life. They always like. What's the book where um? And they talk in. <laughs> ready for they, this? They, what's the book where <laughs> someone slips on a rock and falls? <laughs> you ready for that question? <laughs> what is the book of literature? Please DM me if you know where someone slips on a rock and falls. But it's from <laughs> one of those. She's not laughing. Not even smiling. <laughs> I'm she's losing just cheating. My... What? No, Megan. I went to college for Christ's sake. <laughs> Megan just proposed. We Megan, we're talking about, about George Eliot's Middle March, and I'm saying there's a book of that ilk where someone trips and falls on a rock, and Meg comes in with Bridget <laughs> Terry I thought you went Ivy, bitch. Meg, I thought you studied semiotics at Brown, bitch. Bridget <laughs> Terry God, Bridget okay. Terry That's the worst thing you've ever said to us. <laughs> <laughs> that's the book we're talking about. Oh my, <laughs> Megan Pope. Megan, you've, your you've said enough for today. <laughs> you and your gorgeous haircut. You need to shut your little mouth up. I want you to do summer reading next summer. Oh, my um, God. Summer, why was summer reading worse than, worse I, than a death sentence? I know. Did you get Book It? All the books are wet. Did you do Book It? No, but your books are always wet. <laughs> you're, like, you're trying desperately on the dock to have fun. We had a thing called Book It where um, you would read a certain amount of books at, by each month. And if you did, then you would get a, a voucher for a personal pan pizza at Pizza Hut. <laughs> And it was unbelievable. I wish I still care. Like I wish I still wanted that Pizza Hut. A coupon for every pizza. Totally. Well, I mean, not that I don't want it, but it's like I could just get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could just. Some woman of means. You could just get pizza. <laughs> you could just get pizza yourself one day, and that's truly empowering. Wait, so what happens in Middlemarch? I, I don't remember. I definitely read it. Like. So then in the meeting, I was like, "Yeah, that's my favorite book," and they're like, "Well, what's that one about?" I don't even read that one, and I'm like. It's just like it's like one of those books. It's about like fields. It's about weaving together people (laughs) in a way that you wouldn't expect. Yeah, and then like it's a big coincidence where like everyone kind of meets meets up. What's the book where someone's okay? So so there's a book where it's that kind of vibe, and that it's like it's like in the times where people would like all go for a walk together, and the women's are fully wearing long skirts. And they're always like they always a loud cousin. Yeah, it's like (laughs) loud ass cousin. Yeah, (laughs) and so there were their loud ass cousins going for a hike somewhere. And it might be like a romantic <laughs> novel, or it might be Victorian, and it could be both. It could even be both. And this girl like kind of falls on a rock and hurts her ankle. That's like a huge pop point of the book, because like in those times, that was like huge drama to hurt your ankle. I know. It's like I can tell you what it probably is. Imagine it's like, if is it our mutual loved... friend. Is yeah, it... it might have been our mutual friend. I uh, <laughs> honestly, I um, I imagine if we lived in those times where like oh, literally when... you slip on a rock and like that's like literally <laughs> a four thousand page book is about that. <laughs> And we're like literally jonesing to read it. We're like, I can't wait for the next thing to come out. <laughs> yeah. The next see it. What's it called? What's it called? Cereal. Cereals. Cereal. The next yeah, cereal yeah. to come um, out. And we're from another country in this fantasy. Do you like Charles Dickens or you don't care about him? I don't really care about him. I don't really care about either. I, what a uh, sick fuck, fucking twisted little <laughs> bitch. But um, <laughs> I always think about that weird psychotic woman who sat with her wedding cake. Miss <laughs> Havisham. Oh, yeah. I didn't read that one. Uh... Okay. Great expectations. Yeah. Oh, that oh, actually, someone explained the plot to me. 
the plot of that to me recently, and I was like, that sounds good. If you want to think talk about something, I forget. It's that. I just remember there was a kid who a man gives him so much money. Someone tricks it someone into something. And it's like a funny All trick. Books, and it's like a clever little trick. Now, this is I understand that we love the environment, but this is the problem we're running into is my paper shot. There's has fall- paper in my mouth. My paper shot has absolutely fallen apart. I can't access my coffee anymore. Access. I can't access this coffee. I have all this coffee. I can't Can access I- it. It's like a trust fund that I don't have. Yeah, uh, I, can't, I can't access. So paper goes back in time and becomes <laughs> yeah. hard. Um okay, now we're gonna um, go the thing off. is the thing uh, wow, to drink it without a straw is so psycho. I know. Well, what choice did I have? After all, here is my straw. It's paper. It's broken. <laughs> That's a jewel song. Here is my straw. It's yes. paper. It's After broken. After all, here's my straw. It's my paper. It's broken. Um, I was at a show once, and this 23-year-old comedian. Here's my straw. It's my paper. It's broken. After all, here's my straw. It's my paper. It's broken. After all, here's my straw. It's my paper. I'm Sarah Bareilles. I went to. I don't even talk shit because I love Sarah Bareilles. She's an incredible songwriter. I don't know right. You are the song. When I hear that song, I get full. Ask for it. You know the bridge, bridge. But, but uh, y'all, y'all learned the hard way yeah. that they. All, I love going straight to the bridge. <laughs> I'll say things you wanna hear. But you know what? The, easy, the part that I get harder, even I know that. <laughs> Make room no, for no, me. No, it's too soon. Wait, to wait, 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 wait. What's the part where it's like the da da da? Your guest was just hurt. <laughs> you are not who I thought you oh, were. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I it's a high and that song when I think when I picture that song in my head, it's like to please you made me think <laughs> that I need this too. In my head, she's the only person who's ever actually played a, a piano. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Henry Kaborski, eat your little heart out. In my mind, when I see that song, I see lots of little jewel box, like little gem boxes. But can I bring Most something up? Most songs have like one, one. Most here's can I say this? This is okay, but I have something important to say. Most songs, I feel like I'm. Like my motor skills are wrong. I most songs have one little gemstone in them. One part that I go, oh, I never thought I could feel this way about a moment. Sarah, that song that Sarah Perillas has written for us, it has about seven of those little gemstone boxes. I see little boxes everywhere. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, totally. Because like there's probably like there's a song like right now, and this part of it's like it's like. <gasps> <laughs> I'll do it later. Okay. <laughs> I'll do it later. That was like a full. That was like a gymnast getting ready for a huge like um like mount jump or whatever, and then like literally right before being like, I'm not gonna do it. Let's describe what gymnastics is. Yeah, wait. But first, I have to say about Sarah Burrell is about I want to write you a love s is in the music video she's inside of a jukebox and I don't agree with when the, co- the concept of a music video is such a choice that's so different from the song like you would, you would think the song was about oh I guess it is kind of about this man kind of expecting her to be a jukebox and kind of pump out a, oh. a song, I guess but you know what it makes me think of did anyone watch did anyone watch listeners did anyone watch Shining Time Station with the woman who played Frenchie in the Grease movie she, who um she was like the um it was Thomas Tank Engine and she was the head but and then it was also it would cut to all these like people that lived inside a jukebox and they were kind of puppets and there was one woman who had bangs who covered her eyes one, mm-hmm. a puppet who had bangs that covered her eyes I don't know what that is I was obsessed with her from a young age from a young age I was obsessed with a female puppet who, whose bangs covered her eyes who lived in a jukebox <laughs> on Chinese Time Station uh, where the woman who played uh, Frenchie in Greece the movie loved can from I a ask young you, can age can I ask you a question about Sarah Bareilles who by the way 
How do you spell that last name? No one knows. No one knows. Her sister does improv at the pit. I know that. I knew that too. Yeah, that was like going around. That was, New- like, that that was, was going was- around <laughs> New York for a time. That was like 2012. You couldn't be at the Love Bar without hearing that. <laughs> yeah. It's called the Love Bar. I used to work there. Wait, really? Yeah, that's where I hooked up with the hot janitor. No, you know what I hate when people try to make pioneers. When people like want to grab a drink at pioneers. It's like that's not a thing. That's not a thing. And I it- have gotten absolutely blark out there and gone home with a man who was a million years old and is now a Trump supporter. Uh, and, that, and that is like <laughs> he wasn't at the time. That's that truly about. that place is truly a mecca for um adult jenga like giant block I know, jenga they can't get enough of yeah this they stuff. can't get enough of this stuff well, they have like 18 board games like no one's coming here to play monopoly sweetheart you know that all the times in my life that i've turned to bar games yeah it's been a cry for help totally it's like i've been on like a date like it wasn't going well i was just so bored of my boyfriend that i was like let's play scrabble it's yeah like, if i play a bar game with you things wait are, are you saying well. board game board yeah. bar bar like a game at a bar like a board game at a bar. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of I thought it. you were pronouncing board games as bard games. I'm, and I'm I was going to game. cancel your sweet, <laughs> horny little ass for that it one. It is a horny, hunky little ass. I want you to have... Um, I'm chomping, I want you chomping to do anal. on the dicky. I want you to do anal event. I've had a finger in my That's anal. not anal, babe. Um, I probably will eventually do anal, but I don't think... With your husband. Yeah, I'll save my... I used to have a joke I was saving my butthole for marriage. That's fine. That's okay. Now, the thing about cerebralis is, do you think... I just opened my mind with this jukebox metaphor, which, by the way, for how many years in your life do you think it was jukebox? Oh, juke. till my sweet 16 party. Every, yeah, here's every... There's like, there's the, the... You know, you have a bat mitzvah when you turn 13. When you turn 16, you have sweet 16. Where Did you have one of those you, that, things? It's juke. It's yeah. Duke. An auntie, a loud cousin screams. <laughs> a loud cousin scream. You're and in Victorian times. Can you times. picture how big the hat is that loud cousin's wearing? So many ribbons. I, I can't wait till my DMs are absolutely flooded with random books. People think someone, you were stupid. Or someone flips, slips on a rock. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm going to have 7,000 DMs. Someone being like... Now, what I was thinking about with Cerebros in the jukebox. Do you think that is a song about... Is that... And Do you know what I mean when I say this? Is that song romantic or is it corporate? If she's saying... I'm not gonna. Oh, or I'm not I gonna, see. I to me, I'm not a. Yeah. Or I'm a. You know what I mean? Let me see. I I never thought of it in the corporate I never, context until now. Until, until you now, yeah. Convince so me to please you. So it's corporate. Brown think that I need this. You read her too. book. I'm trying. Where, do you ever in a room with someone who's read Sarah Bellis's book? I didn't know she wow. had a book. Wow. And did she say in the book it was corporate or romantic? It was corporate. And that's Brown's semiotics department. Well, because she's like, I won't, as I, wow, now the jukebox musical makes so much sense. A jukebox musical. Wow. And that's where that term comes from. <laughs> yeah, from several is <laughs> being stuck in there. I am. Being all wedged in there. Wow. Wow. The things you learn from having a podcast producer who read Sarah Reales' book <laughs> in 2019. That's really cool. Um, I'm so sad that I have stuff to do after this. Do you know what I think about? That how it's gonna be the 20s next year, and then it's like the swing in 20s. It's is gonna be 100 unbearable. years ago. Think about when you think about when it was the 90s and the 1800s were 100 years ago. Now it's like the 20s, which are literally modern times, and people were fully wearing sequin dresses. That's literally 100 years ago. That's insane. Yeah. For sequin dresses, hundred years ago was for, was flappers. For secret, yeah. For sequin secret. dresses to be kind of turning 100 years old. For the yeah. bob, for the bob to be celebrating his hundredth anniversary. For the um, what's it called? Wait, is the bob Centen- centennial? Is the bob from the twenties? Didn't Eden the Sass- bob is from the twenties? Didn't the Sassoon man invent the bob? Vidal Sassoon. Yeah, obsessed with uh, obsessed <laughs> with dropping Vidal Sassoon. Well, because he had his daughter. Is that his name? His daughter was on Housewives. 
He didn't sell oh, cereal. Oh, see, I just knew him from buying shampoo and drugstores. She literally was like, my dad invented Oh, the my bomb. God. My gritty memoir is going to be called Buying Shampoo and Drugstores. Oh, my God. Like, riding in cars with boys. Yeah, yeah, Buying shampoo and drugstores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got my Drew Barrymore acting on. <laughs> I always think about that scene where she throws herself down the stairs because she's preg and she doesn't want to be. Wait. Oh, I never watched that film. I, I knew I wasn't like, supposed to. I was too young. Yeah, you were too young. I went. And I just, now you're too old. Now I'm too old. There's, there's, there's a very <laughs> What I wouldn't window. give to be too young again. <laughs> um, can I ask you a question to write me to write you a love song? I'm not gonna write to you alone. I hope people love that song. That's all we're talking about today. Wait, wait, wait. There was something that was on the tip of my tea. Was it in regards to? It was before Vidal Sassoon came into the mix. Okay, the twenties. The twenties. Okay, okay. Because we did no 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 net in my high school. I mean, in my elementary <laughs> school. We did no, 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 when I was in sixth grade, I was an extra in no, 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 which is what I call the chorus. I call every, I call chorus people extras. You didn't um, respond to my text, which is that when someone who isn't me wears a sequin dress, like, it's heartbreaking. Was that yesterday? <laughs> yesterday, I've been is having... Is that rude? No. I've been having a great deal of difficulty um, responding to text messages. You actually, you actually were being better than normal. Yeah, but you were, to you, though, but it's like... And well, you know why? It's because you were trying to get me to talk to you about the event. Yeah, because... I, because like he couldn't figure out how he got an email. I, I, I was invited to an email, which actually I truly had to. Catherine sent me screen grab and said that people say you're invited to this. I had to send a screen grab of Catherine's text to my reps and be like, I was told I was invited to this. And they're like, oh, yeah, you are. <laughs> I was like, okay, Why didn't cool. they tell you? Um, it went to someone else's email, apparently. Hate that. And um, I knew that I was going to get a call from you. It, it wouldn't be an event that we were both invited to if like. 50 minutes before Pat's like I'm, I don't know which where I'm not going and I don't yeah. know how to get there and where is it I'm like <laughs> I, I can't I was I, I was I, I just you know I, I turned to myself in the mirror and I was like he's gonna figure this one out on his own shut the fuck <laughs> up sweetheart because well, you're I was like totally shut fine the fuck I was laid back I was like I'm gonna wear my maroon pants and this green and blue shirt that everyone in New York is sick of me wearing and I um my joint boyfriend told me that my boyfriend's like on behalf of New York we're sick of that shirt and um I um <laughs> I but then you're zit on my leg. No you zit on my leg. Your friend who you are bringing to the event as yeah. your plus one, plus one. Plus one, plus one. Texts me and says, "Are you wearing a suit? I think I'm wearing a suit." So at this point, I'm uh, like, "What am I walking into? The Emmy Awards, the Oscar Awards, the Tony Awards, the VMA." He said something funny that made me laugh, which was that um, middle-aged male actors love to wear hats. Ew. When a man that? wears a hat, it's not it's cool. Wrong. It's not okay. Unless it's a no. cap and you're getting fucked up your ass and it's a frat boy vibe. <laughs> no. I think the a guy only, in a baseball, a a baseball hat is hot. The only context to wear a hat if you're a male is if you are in a fraternity and currently getting fucked up your ass and the backwards <laughs> hat is the only thing you're wearing, sweetheart, cunty queen. I'm going to disagree. I've had two lovers. I had one lover who looked amazing in a beanie. That is hot to me. Um... Is it the one I'm thinking of? Yeah. Yeah. And I have one lover who looks amazing in those wake, I call it wakeboard coach, which totally. is not what it is. <laughs> totally. It's flat brim baseball yeah. cap and it sits on top of their head and it makes you want to get railed. Yeah. Yeah, and you don't yeah, know yeah. why. And yeah. it's a biological thing. It's like, yeah. it's like, it's, 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 whoever like, invented it's pheromones. Those, whoever it's pheromones. invented those kind of black, they're like baseball hats, but they're not about baseball. They have no logo. They are black. It looks like they have a logo on them, but it's, it's all black. So you can't even and tell. There's like a hologram or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. And it's flat and it's like, whoever invented that. Yeah tapped into a part of human sexuality <laughs> that's never been tapped into before. <laughs> like, why is that the hottest thing in the world? I don't know why. It's like, you want them to choke you yeah, out yeah, and yeah, yeah. ram it up any hole you've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> any hole you ever, you have ever had or ever will have. 
<laughs> any hole that's ever been a part of your consciousness. You want them to absolutely past, yeah. present, and future. Rail with someone in one of those flat burned hats. I want you to rail my past, present, and future. Okay, there's Dickens, Dickens for you. Man. There's Dickens for you. Yeah, that's no, that's Dickens. Dickens. We're modern Dickens. Yeah, the ghost of holes present, the ghost of <laughs> holes past, and the ghost of holes future. Bring it full circle. Disolay, and that baby. is someone who is classically trained in the Herald, who can say things again later. Sweetheart, I paid seven thousand dollars to be able to say things again later. <laughs> An art form known as the improvised Harold that a man brought here from Chicago, Illinois. Illa fucking noy. And now it's even being done in Los Angeles, California. And that is when you say things again later. Gather <laughs> yeah, it's on the floor by This comedian eviscerates the Harold long form improv. To pay. To, to describe UCB as paying to learn how to say things again later <laughs> is, uh, that is the funniest thing I ever heard in my life. Wow, girlina. My, my boyfriend calls me Princess Baby Girlina. And what was that thing last night I was saying? Um, Patricia Patuda. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, you're saying you're Fertitta Fertitta. I'm, I'm, I'm a little Fertitta girl. <laughs> yeah. So also, we have to talk about the past hors at the event. Because they we were a we truly psychotic... Look at me in these eyes. Look so, at me in these eyes. I, I walk in. <laughs> How have we not talked about the food yet? Uh, I know, the food moment that happened there. I am... Um, okay, so first of all... Oh, it was heaven. First of all, I walk in. I'm starving hungry. <laughs> as though I've been... As though I've survived a famine. And I'm on Survivor. And I'm at a food reward where I live literally going absolutely <laughs> off shoving things down my gullet present hole in my face <laughs> aka my mouth and um i <laughs> and i see there's like past moments but you know how, you know how these past adorb guys are so elusive they pick their but favorites you gotta, you gotta, you gotta guys, they pick their favorites early on yeah. and if you're not in the in crowd with them it's like you're starving to death sweetheart you know you know i know we're families of the four of us first thing we all we were scared of was that we weren't gonna get enough to eat at the event and i we kept being like are they stopping with the past and then we were um, terrified that we we weren't like i didn't have access to the vip plates so so, so i didn't okay, know sorry, so sorry. there was um these sorry, little sorry, like sorry, sorry. coffee tables with like trays of what was being passed around and i was so like I bar my new thing is yelling i'm sorry when i come oh my god i love that okay and um so i go over i start absolutely housing kind of these none of the pastor d'oeuvres except for the sliders you kind of knew what they were like they all were like a little like disc with like the they, radish one was really trying to do something yeah, yeah yeah i ended up liking that one i felt as though that one was really like um what's it called when you have you're like yeah, my groceries are gonna go bad, so I'm gonna mix this shit together. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the kitchen sink at meatball shop. It was. They were the kitchen sink at meatball shop. The radish hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> let me just put this into a sentence. The plate, the radish hors d'oeuvres at the politician premiere were the kitchen sink at the meatball shop, and that's if you don't know what that means, you're Safe not treatment. family. You're not yeah, family. Oh my god, I forgot about the name of our pod carbs. Okay, so. <laughs> I go over, I start absolutely housing these um, these hors d'oeuvres on the coffee table. And my boyfriend says, wait, Pat, I think those are VIP. Mm-hmm. And I go, <laughs> I don't think so, sweetheart. We're at the premiere. We're all VIP here. <laughs> and then literally, I almost escorted out by security because they were <laughs> VIP. But then, so they were doing pastoral where you could eat with your hands like reasonable human. I love the crab cake. I love the crab cake. And then they started passing out, like, huge meatballs with forks. And then they started passing out, like, steaks. And it was just, like, how It was we... literally keto. It was literally keto. And I was like, how do we eat this? You had to, like, literally, like, try to... It was really crazy. 
And Gwyneth it, Paltrow was dancing. She looked amazing. Me and my boyfriend just both eating steak, staring at Gwyneth Paltrow while her team looked at us, w- looking at her. The thing about Gwyneth Paltrow's team looking at you while you're eating steak is that it was her, it was their fault ultimately because they didn't give us knives. Yeah, they were making us dog style. Where yeah. You rip <laughs> yeah. a T bone totally with your mouth. Humiliated by doggy Gwyneth. Style. Yeah. That's what doggy style really is. That's how I can fuck from behind. That's on how you. Gwyneth Paltrow asserts her dominance in 2019. <laughs> is she invites her to a premiere for her Netflix original. Personally, she serves you steak. She doesn't give you a knife. So she gobble it up like a little dirty. Dog while then, she dances with her team. Yeah, it was so weird. She, and then she started screaming, "Get on your knees! Get on your get knees!" Get on your knees! Get on your knees! And they started peeing on us. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I mean, like, allegedly, Gwyneth, 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 come on the pod. We Gwyneth, love you. Come, you, you didn't be, I want to be public about the fact that Gwyneth did not pee on me. I Wait, love her. She looked at Gorgina. She looked absolutely Gorgina. She, she Gorgina Frittata. She looked Frittata. <laughs> she looked Regina Gorgina George. <laughs> Regina Gorgina George was Gwyneth Paltrow. Regina Frittata. And I ran into Margaret from the Real Housewives of New York City and. I have to say she was elegant She was gracious I said Margaret I'm so sorry I don't want to be annoying I'm a huge fan She said lovey you're not annoying I said when are you girls coming back She said November 6th Have you seen the trailer I said I have not seen it I have to look And she was like Do you want to take a picture together And I said Margaret I would love to do oh, that Oh she asked She offered you That's not true I said can we take a picture okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she was like She knew I was going to ask of And course. she was giving me the energy Like ask your question mm. You know I I'm not really done with the food yet Because totally. what, I, what I have was what, what critics and fans Like are going last minute fish Where yeah. The event, I would say the event had the event had really kind of emptied out at this yeah. point, and there was one tray which was kitchen sink style, aka there was still meat, there was meatballs mixed with branzino mixed with steak. And I actually, when he walked by, I said, "Actually, I'm gonna take one more fish." And I then sat there um, with like the three people who were left at the event, me, Gwyneth, Pat, and I sort of finished. I thought I had a last minute fish before I went. I knew the, the Uber was there, and I said, "Hold on, I'm gonna yeah. just chunk a little branzino down staying, my throat." Um, I was staying away <laughs> from the, the good fish energy. because I hate fish. And I recently had sashimi for the first time. You I was, hate fish. I've never liked fish. I recently have had two things for the first time because mm. I've been trying to like fish in my thirties. Mm. I'm like, Pat, you're thirty years old now. Cut the shit. <laughs> and get into the fish. What the fuck is up with you not liking fish? <laughs> so I tried swordfish, which I was told was kind of a gamey, meaty fish. It tastes like fish to me. I hate it. Wait, sashimi. Then no, that was swordfish. Stick with classic Italian. tuna salmon. So then I go back to, uh, but I love sushi. Like I like sushi. But then my boyfriend's yeah. like, let's try sashimi. It came out. It was. I mean, I couldn't stomach the stuff. Darling, I couldn't stomach the Gosh. stuff. Gosh. Yeah. So, anyways, I stayed away from that fish, but it had pesto on it, and I find pesto to be absolutely crack, or crack, pesto or is crack, crack, but make it an orgasm, or, <laughs> orgasm, but make it crack. Okay, crack, gasm. We start doing pesto popcorn. We sell it. We have a brand. We have I a fucking love pe- pesto, but I, you know, I love even more mm-hmm. penny olivaga. You know what I go ape shit for? What dill? Oh no! If that's Dill not is in something, I'm like, what? Okay, fresh kiss <laughs> has been. Okay, bestowed. now you're being my dad. Um, okay, I'm your. And so what if I am your dad? So I, um, I like. I like how at the. I don't think so, honey. You said. I'm the dad. Bowen's the mom. Bowen's the mom, and yeah, you and Matt are our little girls, daughters, yeah. our little frittata Gorginas. But um, I um, what was I gonna say? But um. Oh, I will never forget for my 30th birthday because my mom always, when we're home, if we're home, my mom makes whoever its kid is, it's their birthday. She makes their favorite meal for dinner. Chicken parmesan. It's always been penny on lock for me. Always. It's like well, well documented. It's like on my Wikipedia page. Like it's never not. For 30 years, she's made. Penny Olaka on Halloween. And then and she made chicken Last parm. year, she kind of that same thing. I like, kind of made chicken parm. And it was kind of like, she's like, yeah, chicken parm, your favorite. Mm-hmm. And like she knew, we all knew. It was just like we were all kind of sitting around eating chicken parm pretending, pretending it was, was my favorite. favorite. Yeah. You know what? When families pretend at the dinner table, it's a play. Yeah, it's a play. It's like the eggs from Say It's, it's like the dad looks at each other. 
The dad looks at each other. The dad looks at each other. <laughs> Here's my stage direction for my play. The dad looks at each other. <laughs> Maybe we're the animals. Wow. And then the dog lip, laps up. You know what's so sad to me? Kitchen sink. Is a book like Animal Farm where someone's going through such the <laughs> someone's going through all the trouble I know to make saying. everything equal something. You know what I mean? Like the pigs have to be the police and someone else has to be the cow and like the, it's like how about just tell a story and don't worry if everything is something. So you don't like allegory. you don't like you don't like when there's allegory. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like when there's metaphor or simile. <laughs> well, so no one talks about simile? I know. In school, here are the things you learn in school. One, simile. Two, mitochondria. Three, that's it. Bitch. Most of the school is them drilling into your head the difference between simile and metaphor. It is like, babe, I got it the first time. Now it's like 10 years later you're still telling me sweetheart it's not like hard no but you know what uh is easy our guest is easy easy to talk to easy to love they are i need to know what's happening with them so i have to invite them to set yeah we're gonna go ahead and oh i want that so bad oh my god we're gonna go ahead and invite yeah come here we're gonna invite them to set put your, your ears, ears open, open for peter smith forever dog this has been a forever dog production Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.